Hey, good morning, Zach. Good morning, Brent. This is a little bit weird. We normally would be like, welcome to work, but we're not uh, because we got things going on and we, do. we have we have life going on and Indeed. we kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. Uh, what, what do we want to do today? So um, those of you who have been paying attention to the podcast up to this point know that David and I have begun a uh, Patreon uh, podcast, The Other Side of the Gate. Uh, we've recorded the first episode of that. Uh, we're in the process of figuring out when to do episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, uh, since our life this week got busy, uh, we figured that we would take this time to, rather than just simply go a week without a podcast, that we would give you regular walking through the Stargate listeners, gate yep. walkers, as we, yep. you know, like long time ago, I'm like, we're going to call ourselves gate walkers. And you know what we haven't done? Called ourselves gate walkers. But it's we because are. It's just implied. It is. In any case, <laughs> in any case, uh, we're going to uh, play that episode for you, uh, so you can listen to it. Yeah. Um, uh, like we've mentioned in the past, it will come. The rest of the episodes will come out on the feed. They probably won't come out two weeks after we record it, uh, like this. But you know, here's a little taste of what that is um, for you. Yeah. So. Think of it as, is uh, you know, like this is the thing where it's like, hey, you know what, you know what you could be, you know, you you know what you could be getting on the regular. It's, you can get stuff like this, eh? Eh? Yeah. Eh? Yeah. 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 So. Now, for those of you wondering, uh, yeah, here I am talking to Zach, and yes, we're talking about this episode, and yeah, you're going to be listening to it, and then you're going to be hearing all of the spoilerific stuff, but uh, let me let you in on a little secret. All I'm going to do is just take this recording <laughs> that we're doing right now and stick it on the front end of their recording. <laughs> And post it. And I have no, I go. still don't know that they, they could be uh, having a sing along for all I know, which would be fun. But, you know, well, you I know, remain we spoiler just free. taking after the uh, episode in the eighth season. I think it's episode 24 where it's an entirely musical episode. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yes. So my thought is for those of you who are listening to this, who are in the same boat as Brent and you have not seen Stargate and you're watching oh, yeah. this for the yeah, first yeah, yeah. time, this is the time to turn off this podcast. Yes. Don't listen to this one right now. Correct. That's your spoiler warning. There you go. Like, stop, delete it, move along. Yep. And uh, we will be back uh, next week. At least that's the intent uh, yep. with uh, our episode on Red Sky. So Red look for Sky! that next Woo! week. Yeah. All right. Nice. Okay. So, so without further ado, let's let's do this. Sergeant, make it spin. Spin? S- sir, it doesn't spin. What? It has to spin. It's round. But spinning is so much cooler than not spinning. I'm the general. I want it to spin. Now. Yes, sir. Look at that. Hello, I'm Zach. And I'm David. And this is The Other Side of the Gate, a Walking Through the Stargate podcast. We're, uh, what are we, David? A semi-regular podcast? We're, Kinda. We're, we're this thing. We're, this is episode one, so we don't know exactly what it's all going to be. Um, but uh, we are going to be looking at plot points uh, looking at older episodes of Stargate, looking at uh, future episodes of Stargate relative to where we are with the Walking Through the Stargate podcast, uh, just to see how all of these things mesh and fit together. Um, yeah, so semi-regular, that's kind of where we're at. 
We'll figure it out. We will. Yeah. Uh, Zach and I, I think have both watched the series multiple times. You know, I, I've taken uh, discs on travel with me and said, well, I got nothing else to do for the night, so let's watch four episodes of Stargate before I fall asleep. <laughs> yep. And yep. Uh, we can both be a bit trivia obsessive, I think. And personally, and I think Zach as well, I love it when I notice little details like, ooh, ooh, that's the guy from the thing. And, you know, that's going to be important someday. And I think we're both happy to fall down a little internet hole tr chasing trivia about things like that. Indeed. Indeed. So on Walking Through the Stargate, uh, Brent and I review each episode in order. Uh, Brent is watching these episodes for the very first time. And so he watches it. We watch it together. And then we just talk about it. Um, but because Brent has never seen the show, we try to keep the spoilers uh, to a very low minimum uh, so that uh, his reactions can be pure. There are a few big spoilers uh, for the end of season five that I hope he has not been spoiled about. And I'm trying to seed the waters such that he will be absolutely and completely shocked when said spoilers happen. Um, or uh, Daniel Jackson dying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You got something in your throat there, David. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So, uh, however, uh, because David and I have seen this episode a lot, that's not going to happen here. Yeah, uh, Brent's not here. We can stay spoiler-free. And for anyone listening to this, if you don't want to be spoiled, stop listening now. Can, can you hear my dogs? I can hear the dogs, but, you know, okay. hey, it's all part of the, the experience. Okay. And Hi, for, those dogs. You, for those of you listening right now, you're probably hearing my dogs bark in the background because I have three of them. Oh, well. So, anyway, again, if you don't want to be spoiled, stop listening. But, you know, really, we want you to listen. That's why you're here. Yep. Um, so, this is a, a podcast here that we are aiming first and foremost at our Patreon listeners for Walking Through the Stargate. Uh, this is a way of us saying thank you very much uh, to you for supporting the podcast uh, and to uh, participating in this little endeavor. Um, that said, um, as we talked about in the original podcast, this will eventually get out onto the main feed so that uh, those of you who are not able to be uh, Patreon supporters um, uh, can still get this. We're still figuring out exactly when and how, what kind of frequency um you know uh that's going to be but probably about a month or so after uh the the uh air onto the patreon feed we'll get them out to you probably in the real world well the the other real world i don't know what i'm talking about go on david keep keep us going <laughs> go on okay yeah <laughs> uh i've already forgotten because i was listening to my dogs bark and going when are they gonna stop so anyway, yeah, you all get to listen to it eventually, but you Patreon people, you're our friends. You'll get to listen to it first. Now, this being our first show, it may be a little different from future shows, as we want to discuss important plots in this season and what has come before that may have hinted at them and all sorts of cool stuff about what's happening and whatever. We will probably dive deeper into some of these episodes and others after they're discussed on the Walking Through the Stargate podcast. You know, it's a free form. We'll figure what we're going to be doing right now. But this one's just kind of a setup. Absolutely. And I will say this to our po uh, Patreon listeners, especially if there is something that we especially need to be talking about, uh, then p 
please tell us what it is, and uh, we'll make sure to note that. And how would they get a hold of us, Zach? Ah, yeah, you know what? All of these things are in our show notes in the other podcast, um, and, and we're still new, so they're not all here. So if you want to get a hold of us, <laughs> you can do that by emailing us at walkingthroughthestargate at gmail.com. That is W-A-L-K-I-N-G-T-H-R-O-U-G-H-T-H-E-S-T-A-R-G-A-T-E at gmail.com. Fabulous. I'll try to figure out if I'm going to go fast or not on that. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> And you can also get a hold of us on the Facebook page. And don't worry, Brent will never see anything on the Facebook page because, you know, he hates Facebook. I don't. And if you do send anything to us, just mark it with spoilers so Brent knows not to read it. I don't know how much of the email he actually reads. I think it's all you personally. Uh, I read 90... Well, I read all of it. Unless it specifically says, Zach, don't read. But that's never happened. Um... (laughs) Um, mostly I, I manage the, the email address and when something comes up that I need to especially, uh, direct towards Brent, then, then, uh, I, I said, Hey Brent, make sure to look at this one here. Um, gotcha. but he knows that there are spoilers in there occasionally. And so he is cautious with that. Um, so, so Zach, what is this episode really going to be about today? What? Today, well, today we're going to talk about several different things. Um, we want to look at the, the episode Ascension, uh, which is what Brent and I will be reviewing um, in a couple of days in our next podcast. It's um, not really about the episode Ascension. It's more about the subject of Ascension, though. Okay, fair enough. Um, obviously, Ascension is a huge deal in the Stargate universe. Uh, it spawns... Um, you know, they're a race of people. Uh, the idea of ascension creates a whole bad guy group of of beings with the Ori in the future. Um, exactly. Then you've got uh, you know even Stargate Universe uh, takes place on an ancient ship, which are the ascended beings. So you know this is a big, huge deal. Right, Uh so the uh, first hint at Ascension, although that really wasn't called that by name, goes back to a Season 3 episode called Maternal Instinct. Uh, That was the first time we saw Omada Salad, and she was named, and she was shown as this kind of shimmery, ethereal being with a woman's face in there, if you remember that one. Indeed, yep. Uh, Uh, That's the one the monk ascends. Yeah, the monk ascends at the very end, and he kind of turns into the same shimmery being that Omadasala was, but they also kind of ran off with a Harsesis child who hadn't ascended. Now, they didn't call them ancients then. They didn't call them the others. They were just kind of, it was Mother Nature. That was kind of what they were hinting at. But they mm-hmm. were kind of laying the seeds there. Now, the second ascension, uh, where was that one? Uh, absolute Power, which is, um, what, middle of the fourth season-ish. Yeah, and uh, that the was... Harsesis comes back. Messes with Daniel's brain for a little while. Yep. Um, no, I'm blanking. Does he he ascends at the end? But does he get injured before that, or does he just? Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch it. I think he was using using all his powers to manipulate Daniel, and I think there was maybe I don't know something like that. But that really wasn't the plot point. It was after you know he showed Daniel that absolute power corrupts absolutely. He kind of turned into the same 
ethereal being that Omadasala turned into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we got that connection back again that the monk and Omadasala and the Harsesis child all kind of looked the same the last time we saw them. And yet at this point in time in the story, um, I mean, what we've been introduced to the ancients as a race... Yeah. But they're, the ascended beings are not yet connected to the ancients. Yeah, we haven't um, made that connection yet. We haven't made that connection. Um, and right now, Oma de Sala and the monk and the Harsesis child, as these be- ascended beings of some sort, are still connected to that Mother Nature quality of things. Right. Um and that brings us to our third ascension in the episode Ascension. Now, by the time we're listening to this podcast, you and Brent will have already recorded on that one. True. I don't know if you've watched it recently or not. I have. Uh, I did get enough time this morning while I was at work uh, doing some, you know, relatively mindless stuff that needed to happen. Uh, I was able to play the episode kind of next to me. So I kind gotcha. of. I have it a little bit fresh in my head. I'll need to rewatch it again closer and more carefully before we record the podcast in a couple of days with Brent. Uh, well, but yeah. basic premise is on another planet, uh, Major Carter has a mysterious encounter. Something follows her home. Orlin, who says he is of the others, and he was descended from them, as in forced out of their group, as a punishment for interference. Now that sets up a couple of things. One, this concept of the others and their non-interference policy and their punishment for interfering is to basically kick you out. Now, in this situation, though, he gets kicked out. uh, Sort of. he, He gets kicked out of the house, but he doesn't stop being an ascended being at this point in time. Right. Um, so now apparently there is some capacity to limit one's movement. And I guess we saw this a little bit with Oma de Sala when she has to use the Stargate to move from one planet to another planet. Right. Um, I'll, although that'll change over the next few years. But yeah, it's kind of like they can come down to a place that once they're there, they can't just travel to wherever they want, they kind of got to go up and it's whatever. They'll change that as things go. But this is also one of the first places where we get a connection to the others, these ascended beings and the ancients, because Orlin builds a stargate out of scraps in a cave. Well, not a cave, but uh, Sam's house. Yeah, Yeah. I know. But he builds a stargate out of parts that she bought at Ace Hardware or something like that. Um. But she will need a new toaster. Yes, she will, definitely, and probably a few other things, but yeah. yeah. But after he builds that, he kind of re-ascends or takes on that same shimmery, ghostly appearance that we saw Omadasala and the monk and the Harsesis child and now Orlin. But we also learned something else here, is that when he descends at this... So, you know, he's still the ascended being. He follows... um, he follows uh, Sam home, and while he's on Earth, he decides to fully take on human form, right. such that um, he becomes human, and he, he is no longer the ascended being that he once was. Um, before he was ascended, he apparently could walk through things, and he couldn't interact with things, but then after he was ascended again, 
uh, he, he was able to take a knack with a bomb and flow it away. So right. they're playing loosey-goosey here. Right, but we get the concept of ascension and descension and reascension and some interesting stuff going on with that general concept. But is still, we're really building on this subject of ascension and the ascended beings, which... No, as yeah. we know, is going to be really important, which brings us to the last ascension of the season. Before we get there, I just want to yeah. mention one thing here. Um, also, it's established in the episode Ascension that you know once Orland descends and becomes human again, he can't ascend again without the assistance of the others. Correct. So the others have to help. The, so there's something about others helping. And we've actually seen this then before because Oma de Sala was there to help the monk ascend. And Oma was there to help, uh, to help uh, the Harsisis child ascend, and the others, and they're not named here, do eventually help Orlin ascend, which right. brings us then to the last ascension of the season. Right. Go ahead. Which is Daniel Jackson. Yes. Because, for reasons that we can discuss later, he leaves the show. But they write him out as he ascends after an incident off-planet. And he it's either die or ascend. And with the help of Oma de Sala, Daniel Jackson ascends and kind of leaves the show for a while. Yes. Um, <clears throat> which yep. then opens up a whole lot. So then you get uh, uh, Jonas Quinn coming in yeah. season, two, uh, season six. Um, and then you get the episode... Uh, it's early on when they're in Antarctica, um, and they find the woman who was an yeah, ancient. Right. Um, and that is that the first moment where we kind of connect the ancients and descended beings and the gate builders. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen that episode, so I'm yeah, fuzzy I, I'd on, have, on how. I'd have to go back and look a little bit more on that one, but it's we've started to make the connections mm -hmm. at this point. Because, you know, we've got a gate builder who ascended. We've got someone who helps people ascend. And we also find out you don't have to be an ancient to ascend. Because Daniel Jackson's not an, an ancient. True. So True. it's a potential for anyone. And we know that ascension becomes kind of a key plot point for the rest of all things Stargate. Well, maybe not so much in universe that much. But no, ascension will be... A plot point occasionally in Stargate Atlantis as well. True. But, I mean, while Ascension may not be as important in universe, right. the idea of the, the ancients, ancients and the gate builders and such. And, I mean, because, I mean, the universe they're on, it's the Aurora, isn't it? That's the name of their ship, I think. No, it's the uh, Destiny. Destiny. Aurora. Oh, that's, that's, one of the sh that's one of the ancient ships that appears in Atlantis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Aurora class. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, when we get that far into the future, I get fuzzy. Yeah. Um, but. but kind of the, the key points here that we've, if we put all the pieces together, that knowing what we do, the ancients have ascended. So we know where they went. Now, we don't know why they ascended, and there's some other cool stuff around that in the war of the ancient races. Uh, but the ancients are the ascended. They can help other non-ancients ascend. That they have a non-interference policy. And they will punish people who interfere, including their own kind. Either and by de <clears throat> descending them or exiling them. 
and we see that several times, yeah. not just with Orlin, um, but uh, we discover later that uh, Oma Dasala, while she hasn't been, um, you know, descended uh, forcibly, uh, she has been chastised and kind of sent to the outskirts of things because she is not obeying that non-interference policy. Right. She doesn't um, seem to follow the, her rules very well. So our key episodes this season to deal with the subject of Ascension is, well, it starts with Ascension. And then we've got the episode Meridian, which is where we get uh, lose Daniel Jackson. And then Revelations. And that brings us to our next big plot point of the season. The yes. guy we've all been waiting for. Take Anubis. it away. Anubis. Anubis. The guy who, you know... Brent desperately wanted Sokar to be this big bad guy, and Sokar died right away. And he yeah. got really torqued off because Apophis became the new bad guy, and he didn't like that idea because he wanted somebody like Anubis. And I had to sit there and keep my mouth <laughs> shut because I couldn't tell him about Anubis. Anubis is coming. Um, it is worth noting Anubis here is coming. that Anubis is... The actor who plays Anubis is the same actor who played Sokar, which gets things a little bit confusing when you think except you barely so see his face well you do you ever see his face yeah i don't think you ever see his face well you'll see his face played by someone else way future now in like season eight right and then if you get in nine and ten of the anubis clones but that's a, a different storyline but yes he is embodied and voiced by the same guy who played sokar right but unless we tell you that you're not really going to know it or at least you look at the credits and go david palfy why that sokar <laughs> exactly but exactly. Uh, An anubis he is the gold whose crimes were too unspeakable even by gold standards he got kicked out of the system, Lords. Yeah, because, dude, we're evil. You're beyond evil. We don't we don't want your kind around there. And he kind of played a little mind games with Oma Dasala, and Oma Dasala helped him ascend. Mm -hmm. Which is and, why Anubis disappeared for all of those uh, centuries um, after he got kicked out by the system, Lords. Yeah, they thought he was dead, and turns out, no, he was... Uh, Go off doing his own thing. But, you know, he tricked Oma to solid, which is not easy. She helped him ascend, and then he kind of, ha, ha I'm a bad guy. And yeah. they kicked him out, and they descended him, or tried to. So do they ever talk about um, how that worked or didn't work, or why it only worked partially no, for him? No, well, maybe a little bit later, but it's kind of revealed that he's half-descended. Right. That they fought him, or he fought the dissension, and they kind of maintained the peace. And, you know, you'll see it much later on, the true conflict between him and Oma Dasala. Granted, but, but here's, my, here's my question, though. So, like, Daniel, um, spoiler again, uh, at the end of Season 6, beginning of Season 7, uh, is forcibly returned to Earth, forcibly descended... Uh -huh. uh, to Earth uh, by the ancients and proceeds to lose almost all of his memories uh, from while he was ascended. Um, never really gets many of those back. A couple here or there. Yeah. Um, but what was it about Anubis that, that uh, couldn't descend, that they couldn't get gone? Um, 
was he that much stronger than Daniel? Was it? Well, he's obviously stronger remember. than Daniel. I mean, he's also a gold, so he's got that going for him. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's you know purely just sheer force of will, because it is possible to learn ascension yourself. You know, the ancients did it on their own originally. So theoretically, once Anubis learned it, he's been kind of in constant conflict, maintaining this half ascended, half descended, half corporeal, half ethereal form. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, essentially Anubis is just an ascended gold. And True, he is. Yeah, he's going to be the big villain at least through season eight. And those of you who remember the end of season seven, which was the fantastic battle of, of um, Antarctica, that's the big payoff on there. And he becomes not as big an adversary after that, but he's basically throughout the rest of SG-1, he's going to be a part of it. So unlike you know someone like Sokar, who's here for three episodes, or Apophis, who... He was here for a while. Now he was a good adversary for a few. We got Anubis for a long time. And yeah, he becomes the quintessential uh, bad guy of the show. I think. Yeah. I think that that uh, the the bad guys of the show up until at least you get to the Ori um, leads up to Anubis, um, and then just runs that well uh, for much of the the original reboot of of SG One. Yeah, and he'll go beyond, or go well beyond the "I'll get you next time, SG One" type of villain. That's true. That's true. He he's not quite the same mustache twirling villain that you get with uh, uh, Apophis and Seth and and some of the others that yeah. we see. Uh, he is actually much more legitimately scary uh, in terms of himself, and then of course the uh, armies that he controls. Yeah, he is a legit threat. So, first time we're going to come to Anubis is not going to be a direct reference. It is in the episode Between Two Fires. That's a few from now. We'll get the return of Tanith, who says he has a new master, but the likes of your kind are not even don't even get to hear his name. You're not even yep. worthy of hearing his name. So we know that he's working for someone. And then yep. in the episode 48 Hours, it'll be similar. That well, there will be a unspoken threat. We'll see Tanith again, but we know he's working for someone. And he'll finally be name-dropped in a, a two-parter, Summit and Last Stand. Remember those episodes? Yes. Yep. Um, so this is the episode where, this couple episodes where we see uh, lots of things happen in this. This is the, oh, yeah. the, 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 the part where so we see... Uh, the Gould system lords gathering for a summit. Osiris comes in and says, "Hey, I want to speak for Anubis, and you got to let him back in." And they're and, all, uh, "What? We thought he was dead." Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are introduced to Ball in this uh -huh. episode. Oh yeah. Um, and several others. We are reintroduced to you. Um, Nearty is not in this one. I don't think he, she's on the out. Well, or she dead now. Uh, I don't recall. I'd have to think about it. I but we remember. are introduced to Kali. Mm, yep. I mean, she's not a big role, but you know, she's there. Yep. And we also learned that the gold are a bit of cannibals, too, in that episode. Yeah, that's That's, that's messed creepy. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is also the episode, this is a little bit of an aside here, but this is, of course, the episode where where um, uh, the we, we are reintroduced to Lantash, 
and the Tok'ra get just annihilated. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Lantash really is alive. Hard. That was a big surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, these are some really big episodes. Summit and Last Stand. And uh, you know, this is, if I recall correctly, um, this season here, season five, is one of those seasons where uh, up until this point. We've slowly built up allies for our heroes. And uh-huh. now, with the help of our various allies, they can do a, a whole lot of stuff. And, and now the writers are like, well, gosh, if we got all of our allies together, then we could just crush the Gua'ul, and then how do we have a story after that? So then the writers begin to think, well, we got to slow down our you know, uh, uh, our allies and, and crush them a little bit so that yeah. we get our heroes on an island by themselves. Uh, which leads yeah. to uh, various episodes. Um, Between two fires is when we discover that uh, uh, the Tolan aren't going to be as helpful anymore as we thought. Yeah. Maybe they could have been. Uh, thanks Summit Anubis. Last Stand. Thanks yeah. to Anubis. Summit Last Stand. Also, thanks to Anubis. We get the episode Failsafe, which is where we find out indirectly. Not we, he's not named, but after the events of Summit and Last Stand, we know what's happening. That. Uh, Anubis basically throws a big knockwater rock at Earth. Yeah, that that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a fun episode, and well, you'll discuss that one. It does steal a bit from um, the movie Armageddon, but they even acknowledge that in the in the episode, so it's kind of fun there. But yeah, we he's not named in that episode, but if you've been paying attention, you know he's he's behind it. Yep. And yep. that the the actual first appearance of Anubis is in the episode Revelations, which is, I think, the very last episode of the season where we're going to see him in all his hooded glory. Yes. So this is the episode where he aims this ancient device at the Stargate and tries to blow it up, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yep. And actually he succeeds at blowing it up, but they manage to get it uh, away from the planet just in time. So that it doesn't annihilate things, which opens up a whole big can of worms here on Earth, because now we have to rent the Alpha Gate back from the Russians so that we can keep having a story, right? Um, and uh, such. So we got two big subjects coming up here: Anubis and um, Ascension. They're both actually kind of intertwined if you look at it. Mm-hmm. These episodes: uh, Ascension, Between Two Fires, Summit, Last Stand. Meridian Relevations. These are all key mythology episodes this season. I mean, they may not all be great episodes, but they're important episodes. At least in Indeed. my opinion. Yeah. Indeed. <clears throat> this is a season that is... Um, so they've been building a lot of foundation blocks for four years, and this yeah. is the season where they add just a couple more blocks and then really start dusting off some of that those old things that they talked about and reveal what they actually are now, right. uh, which becomes a uh, powerhouse of a season in that regard. Exactly. Yeah, it's, I don't know if I quite say it's you know, completely changing, but it definitely wraps, ramps up the story quite a bit. Uh, we get a lot more serious in some things because we have a much more serious adversary. I think this is a season that really focuses the whole show even yeah. more acutely on the direction that it's moving exactly. uh, in terms of the meta narrative. And it's also going to go a lot more international this season too. And that's some other uh, 
key things we're looking at this season. So uh, some other things we're looking forward to this season, I don't want to talk as quite in depth about that, but uh, we're going to introduce Colonel Frank Simmons, played by John Delancey. He takes over basically for Mayborn leading the NID. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's and a, he's evil. Yeah, well, he's lawful evil. Well, that's I still mean, evil. Yes, I, I know. Well, yeah, Anubis is chaotic evil, but, you know, this guy is lawful evil. He has yeah. his agenda. He's he's definitely a bad guy. Um, but, you know, he's going to be with us for a couple of seasons. We introduce Adrian Conrad, who doesn't seem that important, but he'll lead to a really big episode in season six when we uh, bring out the Prometheus. Mm-hmm. But he's basically a rich, uh, a rich businessman who... Who is dying a la Steve Jobs, but instead of Steve Jobs' cure, he says, I think a gold will fix this issue. And, you know, Frank Simmons just happens to have one for some reason. Oh, well, wonderful. How odd. How interesting. How convenient. Yeah. So he'll be in two episodes this season and a real key episode next season. Yep. And then we get Ball. You know, a great villain in a horrible way. Uh, he's one of those guys, he will play both sides of the fence to his own advantage. You know, the first few ones we're going to see him, you're really going to hate him. So, this season, we see him, of course, in Summit and Last Stand. Right, and Um, he's just... Does he show up again later on in the season? No, just those two episodes. He's just part of the Summit of System Lords who vote to bring in Anubis uh, begrudgingly, but they don't really have a, a choice. He's right. A, so he votes to bring him back, and that was kind of their big mistake. But, you know, Ball will be a thorn in the side for SG-1 through Season 10 as well. He, he'll he be a smaller player for a while, but he will, you know, he eventually gets the title of the last System Lord. Right. So he, he becomes, for lack of a better term, a major player by exactly. Season, what, Season 8? Is that kind of when he... Yeah, in. after Anubis kind of he Anubis doesn't fall completely, but Anubis definitely is taken down a notch and Ball yep. kind of steps in. I mean, yeah. Anubis will still be there, but Ball kind of takes the more preeminent role in that. So we get a good introduction to him this season. He's just one of the system lords, but you know, he'll definitely be a major player later later on. Yep. And then we got this interesting episode called 48 Hours coming up. Now, it's an interesting episode. It kind of rehashes a Star Trek plot of someone getting stuck in the wormhole, just like Scotty got stuck in the transporter. So that's kind of the key plot point and where the 48 hours comes in. But it also introduces uh, Rodney McKay for the first time. Yes. And everyone loves Rodney, or hates him. But, you know, he's a major character in Stargate Atlantis. It's our first Colonel Chekhov. It's not our first Russian Stargate team. That's going to happen before 48 hours, but first Colonel Chekhov, and he'll be an important part. Uh, we get uh, Colonel Simmons and Adrian Conrad again. Tanith and the Anubis reference. There's a lot going on in this in what appears to be, you know, a simple episode. Well, I don't know about simple, but, you know, plot-wise, it's not a uh, earth-shattering plot. But it's a lot of cool introductions. Right. The plot itself is more or less self-contained. Yeah. But the pieces that are used within that to tell that story become major pieces moving forward. Yeah. Yep. I'll tell you later why I like Colonel Chekhov so much. 
and it has nothing to do with the character but you know it's a story okay. for another time all right i look forward to it now uh season three and four as you recall had some light episodes we got ergo and window of opportunity and point of no return tell yep. us about uh episode 100 so this we get to see the return of martin which you know martin comes in point of no return and and it's a fun character it's a fun episode um and i think i rated it pretty highly and it's worthy of being rated pretty highly but um there's really nothing especially special about that episode um, but then when they're able to bring Martin back for Wormhole Extreme, then all of a sudden, uh, that character just explodes and just becomes, uh, bigger than life. And then you get the whole meta narrative of, uh, you know, the Stargate program, uh, within the Stargate episode and, and all of this stuff. Um, yeah, I Using love Wormhole- it. Yeah, it's a great yeah. episode. It's, you know, it's a commentary on the show. It's the show within a show. It's the Stargate program, or the show is being a cover for the Stargate program. It's, yeah, it's just a great episode for a, an episode 100. I think it's yep. usually one of the top 10 episodes that everyone talks about. Even though plot-wise, narrative-wise, doesn't really matter. It's just a fun episode. Well, what I think... I think the the importance of Wormhole Extreme beyond being the hundredth episode, yeah, is that it, it, it's not an in-universe importance. Uh, no. you could skip this episode completely, and in terms of all of the other things that we've been talking the last thirty-five minutes about, uh, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't change any of that stuff. But what this episode does is it tells the audience that the writers know that this is a TV show. And as surely as we're taking this seriously, we're also recognizing that we're here to have some fun. And so there, there's this willingness to say, we take this seriously, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. Um, yeah. They're willing to poke fun of their... You know, and then, you know, because you get at the very end, you know, those little last clips, you get uh, uh, the colonel in that one played by John De, uh, Peter DeLuise's brother, uh, blanking on his name. Blanking on the the character's name too, uh, but he's like, uh, as a matter of fact, it does say Colonel on my uniform, and it's like, well, you know, it actually doesn't say Colonel on my new, you know, and so he's just riffing on that, which is of course is a joke from season one. Uh, and then there's the whole meta 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 bit where he's going, wait, so this isn't a real show? Yeah. Wait, I'm not. I'm an actor. Oh, he you know, but but yeah, but I, it, I'm still getting paid, right? Is it real Hello? money? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean it's not a real show? Am I on a show? Yeah, that it's a yep. a fun episode. I watched it recently. Uh, and on top of that, you get the the Teal'c analog, and I don't remember yeah. that character's name. And he sits Brill there and, the robot. Yeah, and so he hasn't said anything the entire episode, except at the very end, you get the actor playing the robot talking about. Um, and I, and I, you've, you can tell me better what he said. I can't remember, but it's, it's right. very poignant uh, stuff about the show and about life. Yeah, I, I don't have the line memorized, but you're right. He does kind of explain the value of the show. So, and the other line I like, although I can't remember because it's way too long, is it, it's the uh, the Daniel Jackson analog in the show is a great character and oh, how he goes about yeah. explaining who he is 
and that how he's aware that he's an actor playing an actor playing a character based off of a character based off of another character. Yep, um, which is quite fun. I also yeah. I, this is the episode where you see a lot of the executive producers and writers. And yeah. Of the show, Michael Greenberg, Brad Wright, Rob Cooper, uh, Joe Malozzi, Paul Mully, um, Peter DeLuise, uh, uh, Martin Wood, all of these main characters for the production of it are in this episode as the producers and production writers and all of that stuff for Wormhole Extreme. Yeah. And one of my favorite lines, I think it's Peter DeLuise walking by a bunch of guys making explosions, and he's like, Bigger! Bigger, <laughs> and I don't know why I love that so much, but I just I I get I giggle, yeah. Know, when I, when, I, when that part comes out, I agree with you. And I'm betting everyone involved in the show is on screen somewhere, even down to you know production assistants. They get a they're in scenes somewhere. So I think this is yeah. just their thank you to their whole cast and crew to be in the show. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's a fun episode, and I know you've got some stuff planned for that episode coming up because it's the 100th episode, and it's coming up soon, actually. Yeah, yeah, we've got. Uh, uh, so we'll record Ascension here in a couple of days, and that's episode 91, I believe. And so we've got that one, nine more before we get to Wormhole Extreme. It'll go quick. It will. It will. Yeah. Um, Still so, trying to figure out how to how I want to make a promo for that one. You'll I have an idea, but we'll see what we're gonna do. You know, I have to say, uh, I I always love your promos. I, I think you know when when you contacted us, um, whenever that was a couple years ago, uh, after we says, hey, we need somebody who would do this, and you're like, I think I could do it, and I'm like, great, and then you know, I'm like, I, you know, I remember saying to Brent something to the effect of. I hope this works. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> There's this new guy that they contacted us from California, and he wants to do this for us, and and I want him to do it because you know he said he would, which is great. Um, and and you know you have not disappointed, and it has just been just wonderful uh, to watch those. And you know now I have a new friend out of it, which is just exciting. Well, thank you very much for that. I I do enjoy doing them. Uh, they're. It's work fun. You know, it takes me a while to do it, but I do enjoy doing it. Although, uh, I think I mentioned this, I got way ahead because I was watching episodes. I was just getting into the story. Mm-hmm. So I was on, like, episode 16 of the season, but I'd only done promo number six. And oh. as I said, I want to stay a few episodes ahead of you. I said, okay, let's go do seven. I started seven. It's like, huh, I got to watch this again. Because I, I try to watch it close to the time I'm doing it. It's like, I remember it, but I don't remember the beats I wanted to use in it. Yep. So I had to go back and watch it again. So I'm watching season five again right now to catch up to where I was. So I think I left off uh, season five with um, oh, uh, Anubis Throws a Rock at Earth. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of that episode, but that was the last one I watched in order before I had to go back and watch the episodes again. Well, I appreciate it. You know, I'm, I'm, I love them. I think that they're great. Uh, and, and, you know, they, they do exactly what a promo is supposed to do. They, they tease the, the basics of the episode without giving it all away. Um, uh, I try not to. And, okay, you don't need so. to gush all over me anymore. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. So, so I think, what else do we have to talk about? I think that's kind of the beats we wanted to hit for 
yeah. kind of this discussion, you know, talking about stuff that's happened in the past that you should have been paying attention to, like Ascension, the little hints that have been dropped, uh, like for Anubis. Oh, one thing we didn't mention about Anubis is he was actually hinted at to the end of season four, indirectly. Uh, Say more. When, well, I, I, I can't think of the Selmak. Carter. Yes. I those guys, you know. Jacob Carter. You're saying, you, Jacob Carter, thank you so much for that. You know, he's an important character. He is. When he was go getting on uh, Jack's case and saying, you keep knocking off system lords, eventually someone worse is going to come in and fill the hole that you've been leaving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember I mean, that. Yep. Yeah, so that was a bit of the setup there. That was an important bit, but that was just this little drop of someone worse, worse maybe came along. You may not be able to handle that. Well, how true that was. Indeed. I think we're just about finished, unless you have anything more to add. No, I think that's about all um, I got. I so, uh, I hope you enjoyed our first episode of The Other Side of the Gate. Um, we'll be... I think we're, we're thinking... Well, I don't know. We're either going to be spending some time talking about a specific episode and how it fits, or looking at specific topics and how they fit in the generally... Uh, so a little bit of both, depending on the situation. Um, we're looking at about once a month-ish. And I can't stress the ish enough because we're both really busy. Yeah, um, we both have jobs. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, if you can get all your friends to, you know, support the Patreon at like the the gate marathoner level uh, for like... A long long time then we can actually then all of a sudden you know retire from our jobs and just do the <laughs> podcasting um but uh that said i also you know despite the fact that what i do actually takes a lot of work and a lot of energy and all that stuff i actually do enjoy it yeah. but so and i enjoy this so um, yeah so we're kind of a work in progress right now this week may have been a, a little different because we're just talking about groundwork so we've got ideas like uh upcoming subject of Tritonin mm -hmm. and uh, Jaffa's de dependence on their Primtas and eventually on Tritonin. That's an important part. And, you know, what the heck is a gold queen anyway? So we, we've got some ideas. We're working out. But with that in mind, if you are fine listeners, have ideas for shows and subjects, feel free to drop us a line in the usual ways. We want to know. Uh, whether it's, you know, Facebook or email or Tolan Long Range Communication, uh, let us know if you got an idea of things we'd like to deep dive into. I'm happy to do the research and uh, work with Zach in producing more of this stuff. Absolutely. Uh, do mark, make sure that you mark uh, things like that uh, uh, spoilers or the other side of the gate or something in that the, the subject line there uh, so that we know that this is what this is um, and uh, so that Brent doesn't accidentally open it when he shouldn't. Because yeah. we do want to try to keep Brent spoiler-free uh, for this even here. It's been really stuff. tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, I think he's really going to like this upcoming season, particularly Anubis. Yep, so I agree. We'll keep him pristine for all that. So, any last words, Zach? I think that the only thing I have to say, this has been the other side of this, the gate, a Walking Through the Stargate podcast. See you next time. Goodbye. We have got the best jobs in the world, don't we? I'm going to hit the shower. I'm going to find a doctor. 
we are indeed suitably employed. <laughs>